Hello, and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny. I'm Jenny. And you're Jess. I'm Jess. <laughs> when do I get to say it? I want to say my name. <laughs> say it now. Jess. Nice. Yeah. It's a casual – we're doing a casual check-in today. So what have you been up to in the last – I don't know. I talked to you about three hours ago. So how's your we nap, speak I this guess? this morning. <laughs> Well, yeah, very short. Yeah, I for the listeners at home, I woke up at four in the morning for a photo shoot, and I got back and immediately worked on the newsletter with Jenny. So it's been a long day. In the last two hours or so, so since we spoke, I do have new new content. Nice. I watched EXO <laughs> Kitty. I watched mm-hmm. the first like four episodes of EXO Kitty, which is on Netflix. Did I tell you about it? It's like the two all the boys I've loved before spinoff. You did not, but I have read about it. But it's the little sister, oh, you heard right? About it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch All the Boys I Love before? I've seen I did not weren't there two seasons or something? Or maybe it was, there, it was three mo- movies. Okay, well then I watched one movie. <laughs> okay. I have yeah, not watched they, the other two and I thought it was a TV show. So that just tells you how much I remember about it. <laughs> Wait, no, but the summer I turned pretty was a TV show. You're not confusing them, are you? No, no. I watched Lara Jean. Okay. Lara Lara L A R A. Lara Jean. Okay. I know the the name always like trips me up too. Not trips me up, but like I think it's because I want to say Laura. Yeah, like it's a Laura Jean. Yes, and I'm exactly. confused by the Laura part. It was the Noah I'm Centineo. I'm glad you're on the same page. Yeah, it was like the the I don't yeah, know yeah. origin of Noah Centineo Dreamboat. Yes, ism. He, I, it, I think that was like his first thing. I actually have only seen the first movie. Okay, same. But I read all three books, so I had not read any. Of the I books. feel like I've seen the movies. The movie was cute. I don't know. I like. I liked the the summer I turned pretty is by the same author. You knew that. Uh, I liked that a lot last year, and so I was like, "Oh, I'll watch XO Kitty because maybe it'll give me the same like happy, lighthearted feels." And it is. Can confirm. It's, oh, nice. It's a little silly. It's for sure for teenagers, which I mean, I I knew it was going to be. But it's even a little, I'd say, like a pre-teen. little less serious than the summer I turned pretty. Like the summer I turned pretty, I feel like was clearly for teens, but the dialogue didn't feel really like I don't know. It it felt like it was like taking itself seriously enough. Mm-hmm. And in this show, I'm like, oh, the dialogue is like a little a little corny. Like the the narr- the protagonist narrates it, which is often does not work, and it's not really working here. But I'm looking past those things because I think it's cute. Okay. I really thought that was not going to go the way it went. Your pause. I thought it was going to be like, can, yeah, cannot recommend, but I'm glad to hear you liked it. I'm trying to be less judgy about things too. Like, it'd be really easy to be like, no, it's trash, but like, it's not. It's just like for teens. (laughs) I don't know. No, no. I, yeah, I get that. Uh, Should I watch it? I guess. This is like a very much, is this like a selfie type watch? Like, if I have some time to just chill with something in the background? Yeah. I feel like it's hard because there's probably better like lighthearted watches that maybe you haven't seen yet that, that I would recommend before this one. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching okay. it because it just came out today. But like it, it's a worthwhile watch if you need something happy and you can't think of anything else to put on. Like I think it, it does the trick. The struggle I'm having with it is that I want to watch it as a background show while I'm editing and I can't because a lot of it is in Korean. So oh, I need to gotcha. look at the subtitles, which yeah. I I like that they're doing that. It's set in Korea, and it's set at a it's a, set at a boarding school in Korea, and Larjean's little sister goes there. 
And I appreciate that. And I am not saying they should have put it in English, but unfortunately for me, it's just not a making show. my life a little harder. First, yeah, for a second, when you said it's set in Korea, I had like a whole wait, hold on. Wasn't Two All the Boys I Loved Before set in California or something? Like I thought I misremembered the entire thing. But oh, yeah, no, no, no. This school. is like the plot of this show is she like follows her boyfriend, but like not boyfriend to a boarding school in Seoul. And it's fun. It's you could probably figure out where it goes, sort of from there. Actually, no, it's a little unpredictable. I will, I will say that I think that's what hooked me because the first episode, I was like, "Oh, like is this just going to be exactly what I think it is from the trailer?" And no, there's some, there's some twists. That's fun. I've never fully. I, so, okay, the genre of K drama, which I don't think this is. I just that brought me. That was like a transition for me, but. I think I would like, and I the only reason I haven't started watching K dramas or anything, or like K rom coms. I don't know if there are sub subcategories of K dramas. There most definitely are. Anyway, the only reason I haven't started watching any of them is that I fear that I would get sucked in and have to just like watch only them for a while. And there are a lot. And yeah. Anyway, and I don't you have can't that kind of time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It takes a lot of attention and my need to do a lot of things at once plus my ADHD say no to that situation. <laughs> but you're right. Like I think there are probably really – I think there are probably ones out there that are better than XO Kitty. I don't even think that's a far stretch. I think that's like yeah. a pretty safe bet and it's like I wish I knew about them but I, I don't I don't even know where to start. I feel like my new goal is to uh, – I need to join a gym not to become fit or like – lift weights, even though I probably should. I feel like I can't lift anything. My arms are noodles, but I Same. want to join a gym so that I have access to a treadmill and or other items where I could watch something. Like I'm doing something, but also I could watch something that has subtitles for hours at a time. That is That's my honestly only- the best. Yeah. I, I very much recommend that. I love watching stuff on the treadmill. It I makes me feel productive. Usually hate running on a treadmill, but I would do it for I mean, rainy days. Like, if I have a lot of stuff to do, I would watch TV while running on the trip. Anyway, I di- I digress. Um, cool. Glad you like that. I agree, though. What's new with you? Have you watched anything in the last three hours? Yeah, I watched the new Ted Lasso real quick. Um, <laughs> it was not a quick episode. It was a long episode, but I An did hour watch in six minutes. Yeah, I will admit I watched the last six minutes on double time speed because I was late to record this podcast with you. So oh, I don't know if I got all okay. the like, emotional beats. In the, the last six minutes. What did happen in the last six minutes? Um, Keely and Roy. That was in the last six minutes? And Reun- you fast forwarded it? That's the best part No, it the whole episode. No, listen, stop. So a little bit. <laughs> I fast forwarded a little bit of that part, but I got most of it. And then the fast forward was like Rebecca coming to Keely's and then Roy being in the background, like that section um, yes, very much the cutest part of that whole episode. Yeah, well, I'm it sad was that located that was the part at that the wrong. Yeah, I know. Um, what else happened? Oh, Sam hung up his little picture and was happy after being sad for the whole episode about not being picked for the Nigerian team. Right. Um, what else happened? Something with like um, a minute. That's six minutes. No, something with like Wonderkind. 
I don't know. Whatever. This episode was a little all over the place, similar to the other episodes that have been all over the place in this season. You seem like you I might feel like be it was about a little to. more focused, like it because the characters have started to come together more. It wasn't as disparate to me as some of the early episodes, but it was still a little too meandering in the arcs it was giving us. I I don't know that it bothered me that much. The pacing at the end of it, I certainly was like, "Wow, that was an hour and six minutes." <laughs> But not in a way that like middle of the episode, I was like, oh my God, can mm-hmm. this get to a point? Like I didn't feel that as much as I have in past episodes. So that was a plus. I felt myself you, – yeah, you're right. I felt myself feeling a little like, why do I care about something? Like maybe I'm dumb or misremem- or not remembering well, but um, the thing that Rebecca gets invited to, has that been – mentioned at all before this episode that club and the the impending no they like talk about it in the beginning of the episode and that's the first time we hear about it we hear them find out about it for the first time but we've met you know you remember that guy that character okay yeah yeah i do but the the concept because it felt like the like emotional um apex of this was like the coinciding of the stuff happening with keely and roy and her company and Rebecca making that speech, like the the scenes that overlaid with, um, I almost called him Nigel. Uh, what's his name? That Nate. I can't, Nate. Thank Nate. you. <laughs> Nate and, and his miming violin. a violin for our I viewers am, yeah. at home. Uh, Nate and his violin and his dad, like that sort of emotional. Um, I keep saying apex. That's not the word I want, but you know what I mean. All of those things were overlapping to the sound of Rebecca making this impassioned speech about how we all used to love football. Like, I can't believe you would do this thing. And it just felt like I was like, really? For this thing that we just learned about this episode, I don't feel an emotional connection to her. It didn't feel like there were at, uh, like there was any, I don't know, worry that they were going to do this thing. There wasn't like a drawn out couple of episodes being like, oh, no, they could – this could – think about the effect this could have on the team or whatever. And I was just sort of like, okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Like, this feels a little like low stakes. Yeah, exactly. My brain turned off during that speech and I didn't dissect why, but yeah, I, I suppose that's probably why. Like there was just no minute into tether. it. I was like, <laughs> okay, let's think about other things now. Like not consciously, just in, in my low attention span brain. So yeah, yeah it was I weird. agree. It didn't, I didn't feel emotions, but clearly I was supposed to, yeah, which normally I, when the show when Ted Lasso is trying to make me feel something, I normally do feel it. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't super feel that. But I did like. I liked the next scene with Rupert being like his. I don't know, like normal self, I guess, where he was like, "Oh, we're having a moment. Like, let's kiss." And Rebecca's reaction and just being like, "Get the fuck out!" Basically, I just I, I liked. I liked that. Sure, I don't understand. I guess I just like. That's why I keep saying, prefacing this with like, maybe I'm being dense about it, but also I think just they're not doing the beats well. It seemed like last episode, Rupert was truly like trash of the earth. Are we to believe is is the whole point of him being like slightly back to his normal self and even being somewhat kind to Rebecca? I thought that was all going to be an ulterior motive, but it doesn't like that didn't pan out that way in the episode. And instead, yeah, he had the weird like, I'm going to kiss you moment. And she just said, no. But I, it doesn't really track with how he was acting last episode. And I'm I'm like, oh, is this a reaction to Nate leaving? But we didn't get any of that background. It just like didn't really track with the 
There's a chance that I was watching this with no thoughts in my brain because I am like, yeah, maybe. I like I think I just stopped trying to analyze this. I think for a moment I had the similar thought of like, does this make sense for Rupert? And then I didn't write it down as a note because I was just like, I want to stop being this way. So I just threw threw that out of my brain. It's but not you're probably being right. a certain way. It's just like when I'm watching TV, if something truly makes no sense, I'm a little bit – I'm just like, why am I watching this? I don't really understand. I, I think if it hadn't resolved the way it did, it would have annoyed me. But I think because it gave us that scene where Rebecca got to sort of like stand up for herself or whatever. I mean really that whole – all that whole fabricated – club nonsense was was like giving us Rebecca as like strong Rebecca and like it maybe was a little forced but whatever I like Rebecca so much so I was like okay yeah I didn't love it I didn't like it I didn't even like the thing that I knew was a callback of her making herself big I thought it was like a very drawn out moment that could have been shorter and still had like packed more of a punch of her seeing like the little pigtailed girl in the mirror and then doing yeah, the I know brave thing. Out. It was a little her, much. Her she her eyes like watered and I'm like you're that wouldn't happen anyway. Um, we don't have to keep talking about this episode unless there are any other. Well, I wanted to say good things about it, but no, go for it. Yeah, you just wanted to be a hater, and that's okay. There's a time and space for all of the above. I don't want to be say- a hater. It's just who I am. <laughs> This is just who you are, even better. It's part of my DNA. No, I thought I thought the fact that I didn't think it dragged was a plus. I think you just Roy said Keeley, you thought it dragged. I said exactly what I meant. I said at the end, I was like, wow, that was long. But in the middle of it, I wasn't like looking at the clock, like when is this ending? That's what I said. And so what I mean is like I wasn't like, oh, this episode's really dragging until I got to the end. And I was like, oh, it was long and it probably had stuff it didn't need. But I still mm. think it's a plus that I didn't look at the clock or look how much time was left while it was running. I so see. I, so at the I end, you were the just episode like, was overly long, like objectively. But I didn't actually feel the length so much while watching. I see. Okay. Okay. Which I definitely have in past episodes in this season. Mm-hmm. And I'm just happy Roy and Keely are back together. That's all I wanted all season. Am I annoyed that it took all of the divergence that it did to get here? Yeah. Did I still think it doesn't make a lot of sense? Yes. But yay. <laughs> I'm yeah, just I'm going to choose to believe that the like past five episodes don't exist and just collapse the episode where they break up in like the first or second episode with this one and then call it that call that the arc. It's been a day. Fair. It's been a day since they broke up and Roy realized what that he was a dummy. Jack didn't exist. There's that was there's so no stupid. Zava. Yeah, I could have done without <laughs> Literally, oh, you're right. Okay, well, we don't need to do a rehashing of all the things we hated. We could just move on. I guess my okay. TLDR is I had some happy feelings while watching it. I didn't have – was it was it last episode? I think the one right before this, like with Roy's speech. I didn't have a like Roy's speech, oh, this is so Ted Lasso sort of yeah. moment in this episode. Yeah, agreed. I was just happy. And I, I literally think it was just the last like – 15 minutes. Like, I was just happy that Rebecca and Keely had their little chat. I love the two of them together. Endlessly, endless love for them. And that Roy and Keely were back together. Can you explain and something to me, maybe? Yes. Maybe not. Maybe, perhaps. Um, the Roy's tie-dye shirt from his niece mm-hmm. that was very cute. What was that bit about? That he Especially- always wears dark colors. He never wears bright colors or tie-dye, especially sure. tie-dye, but like bright – he doesn't wear lively things. Sure, but the – like that I feel like was accomplished 
by all of the stares at him when he first walked mm-hmm. in. But then there was something in like Ted and Beard, they all shared a look, which I guess was also about the tie-dye thing. But It, it was just an extended joke about him wearing tie-dye. Okay. and then, It went on for a while. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, and then he wore it another day. But in dark colors. <laughs> no, no, that's no. More him. Yes, but uh, then it came back. But so like – and then did he dye his niece's shirt? Is I, that the I same shirt? Think, I don't think we know. I'm not sure. Got Unclear it. why he would do that really. I guess he was like, I'm going to wear this, but I'm going to make it more me. So like compromise. But like – he doesn't always wear dark colors. Like he sometimes wears white. I don't know. It didn't hit for me so well and I was a little confused. <laughs> To be quite honest. I mean, honest. wearing white – okay, like, okay, neutrals. I think you can sure. just say the umbrella of neutrals then. Um, no, it didn't – I wouldn't say it really worked for me either, but I'm, I'm just – I'm trying not to nitpick. I just wanted to make sure day, there wasn't but... something I totally missed. Like, there was a joke I mean, I might there. have missed it too. I'm sure someone will tell me if, if we both did. Okay. But, uh, but I don't know. Right, I think cool, the joke cool. was just he doesn't wear bright colors. Got it. Good, good, good one. Good one, guys. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Want to talk about something you did like? Tell me something sure. good. Yeah, I finished all 10 episodes of The Great Season 3. Hulu, Elle Fanning, Nicholas Holt. We've talked about it briefly before because it came back last week on Friday, uh, and I was very excited about it. And I really enjoyed this season. I like this show a lot. I know – I actually – I was about to say I know some people can find it like a little over the top and like too crazy, but I think most of the criticism that I've seen has been good. Um, so I can't even say that, that like some people are like, ah, it's a little too over the top. Because um, I think- you mean the reviews have been good? What do you mean the criticism has been good? Yeah, like, like reviews, TV critics. Like literally the critics' words have been positive. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say I haven't seen anything negative. Yeah, the like the negative things are very minor. I feel like sometimes in like at some points in the first and third season it feels like maybe the pacing is a little off or like it's like the episodes are slightly long, but that never lasts for very long and it like corrects itself really quickly. Um and also I think I'm just not built for hour long shows anymore. I think that's kind of my fault. I need to retrain myself because oh, it's an hour, hour long. long. Yeah, it's an no, hour long. It's only 10 episodes. <laughs> it's only 10. <laughs> so many hours. 10 hours. Um, I also need to retrain myself, I guess, because I love a 30-minute episode. Yeah. Oh, Big man. fan. Same. But these are – I just – the final scene of The Great Season 3 made me – oh, I loved it. Like I didn't think I, – I, I thought the episode was over and that the season was over and I already liked what had happened. And then there's this – I don't think this is a spoiler, but there's this sort of like dance break scene that Elle Fanning does by herself in her throne room that- I hope it's not a spoiler. You sent me the video of it on Snapchat. No, no. I I don't think it is. Um, And it's just like all the emotion, the emotional arc that you go through while doing that dance scene is just like really good. And I'm very excited for the next season. I don't know what else to say. That is not a spoiler. Um, there are a lot of twists in this season. I feel like that happens throughout the three, but um, it hasn't changed. <laughs> it continues to be sort of major twists and not in like a dun-dun-dun kind of way, but sort of 
You know how we were talking about succession recently and talking about how they do certain twists. I'm putting that in quotes pretty well. And like really big events are sort of understated and folded into the rest of the episode. And that makes everything else flow really well. The Great mm-hmm. does that too. That is that is okay. how I'll say that. I mean, I definitely want to watch it. Is it like a top 10 of the year show for you? I know you hate this question. Sorry. You're forced to answer. Oh, that's fine. I Yeah, I do. I mean, maybe I do hate this question. <laughs> I know you do. Because you know, now it doesn't I, have to be a definite yes or no. I Just know. Like, do you feel like it might be? I'm forced to think about it in sections. Like I'm forced to think about only season three. Would season three be a top 10 on its own? Or am I thinking it? in you know yeah I did mean season three but I guess no I guess I'm trying to gauge like how much you like this in terms of all the other shows that you like because it's on my watch list but it's not like high on my watch list right now it might be a top 10 show but that might be in conjunction with seasons one and two yeah um okay I'll bump it up do you think Matt would like it does Carter like it uh Carter didn't like it but for a very specific reason and I think okay, well, I can tell now you. Now I want to know what the reason is. <laughs> All right. So if you know that, so this is not a history. I mean, this is not a spoiler because it's history. And I also put it in my review in the um, in the newsletter. But the real Catherine the Great, which is what this story is, this show is based off of, overthrew her husband, like had him killed, uh, and to become the Czar of Russia, and brought about this like really great time for Russia. She's the longest ruling female monarch of Russia um, and used enlightenment ideals, like wanted to free the serfs, like all of these things that made Russia recognized as a global power. Um, So she's pretty well liked and studied just historically. Anyway, so Carter went into this thinking like, oh, uh, a retelling of no, you know, <laughs> Catherine the Great. No, no, no. I feel like you're misunderstanding. He did. If you're gonna tell me he didn't like it because it's not historically accurate, no, from my computer. Okay, <laughs> no, he didn't like it because he assumed that within the first few episodes, Peter'd be dead, and that Wait, he just like hates Peter. Like, Again, no, let's get but rid of he, Peter immediately. He, he thought it was going to be like the story of Catherine the Great building Russia into this great nation and that it would still be like silly and farcical and whatever but it would more so be you know Catherine building her reign and it's a lot of the beginning part like she just moves to Russia she's just meeting Peter it's a very fraught relationship with the two of them Peter does not die I mean Catherine wants him dead pretty quickly but like he does not die easily and so there were I think Carter wound up watching three or four episodes and he was like I can't believe this guy isn't dead yet I hate him and I need him to leave and I can't watch any more of this. So I think if you go into it without the expectation that it's going to be specifically about Catherine the Great building Russia into a great nation. I didn't have that expectation. <laughs> then you should be all. fine. Also, your review says that it's like about the two of them. So I'm good there. I just didn't know if Matt would like it. Honestly, I think Carter's gripe about it makes me want to watch it more. I'm more interested in this version of the story than whatever he wanted to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'll Catherine have to the ask him again. Russia. Just tell him to put on the History Channel. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's good. It's I, I want to put the content warning in there that like it is – there's violence, uh, sex, nudity, language for sure. Is it really bloody? It's not really bloody. 
it's very um it feels like monty python violence i think i put that in my review as well like you know like i, I think like oh a flesh wound in like monty python on the holy grail like a guy's missing a leg and it's just like a joke so it's just it's like, like so sense. over the top that it's clearly not like realistic i i sort of get kind what of, you mean maybe. yeah and it's sort of like it's not like slasher it doesn't sound like that movie you were describing with Nicolas Cage. That sounded really bloody, but also over the top. Oh, I actually it's, was literally thinking that. I was like, oh, it's like Renfield. I just thought that in my head and didn't say it out loud. But yeah, I, it's, it's yeah. not like that. Well, it's. I think it's a little bit like that, and but like maybe even slightly less like gory. Okay. I could probably handle it then. I just, yeah. I don't like when it's like when the focus is on like the pain someone is having. No. Yeah, no. Okay. It's like a lot Maybe of like threats right of like it, I don't know. There I'll are there are severed heads in the first season, but it's not like a huge. I don't okay. know. Anyhow, if I could make it through the beginning of Yellow Jackets, I'm sure I can make it through this. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. I don't know. Do you have any other? Qu- I I feel like I could answer questions, but I don't want to give away anything. Just no, I think you know. Yeah, I, I like to know not – I like to not know a lot. I like to know so, not. I, I feel like I'll bump it up a little bit. This It reminds me – what we were just talking about it reminds me to tell you of another show that I just started watching. I've only seen two episodes, so I don't have a lot to say. But it's called From, mm. and I think you'd like it perhaps. Although it on. it's a little scary, so you might mm. not. But it's also like, sort of like lost vibes. Okay. Stranger Things level scary. Uh, I'd level say scary there are more scary. straightforward horror elements than in Stranger Things. Like there are a couple of, I don't want to say jump scares, but like more, if there's a spectrum of like Stranger Things scary to horror movie with jump scares is way closer to the horror movie with jump scares in certain moments. But that's not the whole point of the show. Like it's not 100% scary all the time. It's just that the sort of like, mystery element of the show involves monsters basically that's not exactly the right way to put it but the way in lost like there's a group of people and they're isolated and there's something spooky going on like in this show there's a group of people they're isolated and there's something spooky but the spooky thing is more actively like horror tinged than it was in lost what's it on the first season's on Prime, but it's technically is an MGM Plus show, so the second season's only on MGM Plus, and that's a bridge I'm going to cross when I get there because I hope to never have to subscribe to another streaming service ever again. Yeah, agreed. But cool. I do like it so far. I'll check it out. I'll keep you posted on that one. Okay. Yeah, please do. I have – yeah, I can't remember what else is on my list right now. Um I mean, definitely going to watch Prehistoric Planet 2, <laughs> season 2, <laughs> Dinosaurs. Yeah, I put that on the watch list because I was like, well, obviously, like, Jenny wants this on the watch list. I don't know Dinosaurs. a single other person that has watched Prehistoric Planet. I mean, I know they're out there because when I was looking up stuff about it, it was like the breakout hit Prehistoric Planet and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Who's watching this? <laughs> Raises hand in vigor. Um yeah, I listen. I gave it a B plus in my original review for the newsletter because I think we were talking about this earlier. They focus too much on the same type of dinosaur. I wanted to see a variety of dinosaurs, 
David Attenborough does not miss though. So we'll be checking out season two. And I'm excited for Primo, the new Mike Schur, um show. And Platonic. I, have I hopes think those are for my that. top. Yeah. Platonic, I'm stoked about. When I read that Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen were doing a TV show comedy together, I was like, this is a joke. I like love I'm Rose being Byrne. punked. I just like, <laughs> I just did not. I don't know why. It's not even like they've both done like a ton of huge stuff recently. Like they do comedies and they do like I think they've both been in like rom-coms in the last mm-hmm. like few years. And this is sort of like a rom-com TV show. So it all fits and it's Apple. So, you know, they just have like butt tons of money to throw at A-list actors. But I still was like, no freaking way. And mm-hmm. I hope it's good because I am really excited to watch it. Actually, they sent me the season early, but I haven't watched it yet. So oh, nice. I will hopefully get to do that this weekend. And yeah, yeah. I'm excited. When's the official date? Uh, May 24th. It's oh, yeah, you've got some yeah, time. Yeah, it's only like – I mean, it comes out like Day next my birthday. Wednesday. So mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Are you doing anything for your birthday? Yes. I definitely have parents with my dinner. I have dinner mm, with my parents, parents. <laughs> scheduled. Um, and then Carter has something little and then trying to figure out. It's just in the middle of the week. I don't like birthdays yeah. in the middle of the week. We do a weekend thing. Yeah. I'm going camping with my niece and nephew this weekend, which feels sort of like a birthday thing. So Where are you going? Connecticut. Hmm. Fun. Just like the woods. <laughs> Just the woods of Connecticut. Just the woods of Connecticut. <laughs> nice. It'll be chill. Yeah. Have fun. Check for ticks. They're Thank particularly you. bad this yeah, I've season, heard. I've heard. Yeah. Be careful. Thanks. Have fun. And we'll talk after succession, I guess, on Monday. Oh, I'm stoked. All right. Talk to you then. Find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to Double Take. If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take podcast is produced by Jess Ball and me, Jennifer Cullen. 